minutes of our lives inside Either in traffic at work or close eyes How about we all agree that it's way overdue to take back our lives Welcome into the Work River Podcast. I'm your host, Roy Edwards, and this is a homegrown episode, so I have Haley here. Hey. Yes, hi. That's my wife. We are going to talk about homeschooling today. The homegrown episodes are Homegrown with Haley. You can go to homegrownwithhaley.com to check out all those episodes, all those resources. And on these episodes, we have four flavors of the podcast. We have the hotspot episodes with Sydney and I where we go through the internet. We have the homegrown episodes, which is this one where we talk about homeschooling and life as a as a uh, work wherever professional we have the solo episodes which is me by myself putting on my tinfoil hat and giving it a go and then we have the full length which would be like interviews with uh with people place in places talking about things those are great episodes so this is the work wherever podcast where we talk about ai automation the ability to work wherever so you can live every day like it is saturday and so today's episode hail yes is de-schooling yeah we're talking about de-schooling talking about de-schooling yep what is de-schooling so de-schooling is the term that really describes um the period of time when you come home from an institutionalized school and you have some unformal learning or i'm sorry informal <laughs> informal learning yeah. <laughs> not in a formals <laughs> yeah um to like re refocus your mind and reignite your child's love of learning, um, a chance to just really evaluate what you want out of homeschooling, set goals, set a homeschool mission statement, and um, just reset what you believe education to be. Right? Getting out of the... Getting out of the institutionalized schooling habits. Worksheets. Not to say that worksheets are like bad thing, but it's really so de-schooling really is a chance to like reignite both you and your child's love of learning, um, you know, by just doing fun, less structured activities, maybe field trips, yeah, um, outside like nature type school, um, you know, a chance to I know you had talked a little about unschooling and that's different than right, de-schooling but unschooling is um just like letting the child really lead by interest so de-schooling is kind of like a, a shortened version of what that homeschooling of unschooling method would be and so de-schooling is getting out of the education system understanding of what education would be so of like the institutionalized mindset of what education right. is so that you have a chance to recalibrate your thinking um, and start to align your beliefs with what um, homeschool method you're going to choose or w whether you you know, pick an eclectic 
bunch of methods that you choose, um, but to align yourself with those beliefs. Right. Yeah. And so what that means, because that's that's a lot of words there. I don't understand a lot of those okay. words. So what that means, for those of you who think like me and don't like big words or grammar, what what that would mean, break that down for me, is okay. you, so we left an institutionalized school yeah. in 2020. We did. And we tried to recreate the classroom. We just jumped right into it. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't de-school at all at first. Right. I didn't even know about de-schooling. Um, right. I just was like, okay, you're home now. We're not doing the virtual school. I have this curriculum, got some good ratings on the internet. <laughs> Let's get through all every subject every day. And it was it was really tough. It wasn't enjoyable. It wasn't like it wasn't joyful and oh, stressful as hell. It was very stressful and it didn't need to be that way. It really didn't. You know, I mean depending on what you want out of homeschooling, maybe you do want, you know, just to have your child sitting and you guys are just going through the worksheets all day i don't know that just wasn't for us sometimes it does i mean some kids it depends on the child depends on the school way. yeah but that's, that's like what so that kids don't. will be like um like a formal type of right homeschooling situation that's not necessarily what we're talking about that's not what de-schooling is de-schooling right. is essentially taking a 180 from that is it's like turning your back to where you left and saying this is our path forward let's just lay a clean slate let's not think about worksheets or fire drills or mm -hmm. you know anything really other than how we like to learn how you like to learn son or daughter what is the best fit for you and for our home and for our goals and you as the parent you know taking that time to find as many resources as you can through the library through the internet through homeschooling communities and um just like setting your foundation in what your home education is going to be. There's a pretty, there's a few things that were pretty interesting to me when we first started this concept. One was that you can teach subjects through other subjects. Yeah. Well, we, so we didn't start the concept of de-schooling. I just want to make that clear. Like that's something that's like. Right. We didn't. Like, yeah. When right. we, so when we went down the path of de-schooling. We found this. Yes. Yeah, we were like, oh. Okay, that we makes... happened upon it in like yeah. my quest of like figuring out how to homeschool. Because um, we knew that doing the worksheets and the workbooks and sitting in front of the like, computer, it, it didn't really. Because we got thrown into it for COVID. For those of you who have been following along with this series, yeah, we got thrown into it with COVID, much like all of you listening probably did, where we were public school. Teacher was like, hey, good luck. Connecting to the Zoom or the Blackboard or whatever they wanted to use that week because we went through like four different. If you haven't been able to log on by now, you may as well give up. Yeah, the exact <laughs> quote from the email. And so we were like, okay, well, obviously we have to do something. We can't just rely on the public school system to figure it out because they're not going to figure it out. So what do we do? And we started looking into online resources. We started mm -hmm. looking at ways that we could worksheets i think the school sent home it was just really packets. yeah we didn't do that we just i looked for curriculum i wanted to at first i really wanted like an out-of-the-box curriculum that i didn't have to do any planning that was like okay this is what we're doing for history math science spelling i just wanted it all just to be Give there all those, yes all the and just like so i don't have to do any planning and it was really overwhelming um 
even though I didn't think it would be because all the work I thought was already done for me, but it was like finding the time to get through all of that in right. an enjoyable way when, you know, yeah, that just wasn't for us. Yeah, that that didn't, I don't want to say it didn't work because he he was learning, but we only had one kid doing it at that time, right? Yeah. And to replicate that to where we're at now, we have three kids uh, in homeschooling now yeah. and then our youngest he would be I guess in a preschool state not really necessarily doing some people do take a more formal approach yeah. like I'm not saying that like you know but we're saying not to hmm? we're taking that stance and we're saying don't do that okay yeah I mean look if you guys want to do that go ahead go listen to another podcast but on this podcast we're going to take the stance to say that the institutionalized traditional school schooling way is not the best way to, to do it. And if you want to do that, then go listen to another podcast because that's not that's not what this podcast is going to be. That's not what it, this series is going to be about. Like homeschoolers who do choose to have a more yeah. formal approach. Is cool. Not... Go for you, but don't listen to me. Okay. You know, yeah. because that's not that's not our approach. No, that's very true. I mean, I don't have, I yeah, we I can't. We have nothing good to say about that it's approach. Not the, I think to each their own. It's just not for it's me. It's not for us. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a bad way to go about it. Okay. <laughs> Team defund education over here. The institutionalized stuff. I'm on that. I'm on that side of the 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 creek. So, well, but to get back to what we're talking about, the de-schooling is a an about face, a 180 away from those traditional thought processes of what school it's or like what education refresh. should look like. Yeah, right? like you think of COVID, and it, a lot of people called it like the Great Reset. Yeah. and so like that's what de-schooling is. It's the Great Reset. It's For a education. Chair. Yes. Yeah. That's what de-schooling mm -hmm. is, the great reset. Just get it, It's everything that people have been saying about the education system, and instead of trying to replicate it in your household, if you if you look at the education system today, public school, private school, doesn't matter. We've done both. We, we did public school for up till third grade. I don't remember. I think yeah, that's what it was, grade. and we're both public school. Yeah. And then we did private school for a year, and it was essentially the same thing. It's just with a little bit or a little bit more organized curriculum to be honest with you and a little slightly smaller class size slightly slightly smaller class size right a little more expensive than public school <laughs> a little bit more expensive yeah <laughs> and so we 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 came home and mm -hmm. we actually did homeschool and private school at the same time at yeah that point. yeah because we had our oldest homeschooled and then our second at the time was in private school. Mm -hmm. So we, we've seen all of the different levels that, that you can do. And yeah. the private school that we went to was a blue ribbon school, very, very highly rated. So yeah. it wasn't like we did like, you know. It's a great option for somebody who's not, not able us, to And not for the listeners yeah. of this podcast. Right. So the de-schooling approach is to get away from the. The mindset of what an institutionalized education looks right. like. Right. Yeah. So you want to? So you have come to the decision now by listening to this. You're saying yes, I'm in de-schooling. What do I do now? Don't stress, right? Just you're thinking of it as like a summer vacation, really. Even if it's like you know in the middle of the year, it's maybe a couple weeks, maybe a month, where you're like you know just going on field trips. You're reading books. You're going to the library. You're spending time deciding what your goals are and how your child learns best. And you're just reigniting your child's love of learning. That's what I come back to. It's mm. just like 
teaching your child that learning is so fun and you've been given this beautiful mind and you're unique and you learn in a unique way and you can, you know, you can thrive, like beyond thrive outside of And you can teach walls. subjects. I think I started that thought and didn't finish it, but you can teach mm. subjects through other subjects where you can... Well, so now you're getting into like methods of teaching. Yeah. yeah. But that's part of de-schooling, is it not? Well, de-schooling is really just taking a step back from formal learning. Right. Getting away from yeah. the institution. It's like giving method. yourself. And then you pick a method, I guess. Yes. Right? It's like giving yourself like a guilt-free pass to just chill for a little bit and not stress. Understood. Yeah. So from there, after you have chosen a method, then you would want to get into the idea of how it is that you're going to approach. And so from us, we have taken that approach to say that we're going to do field trips. We're mm -hmm. going to do uh, what are you talking outside about? learning. The, the methods that we've chose to get to get out of. Uh, well, we, we've already like we've gone through a de-schooling process. A de-schooling process isn't like an extended sort of thing. Right. Yeah. And so from the de-schooling process, you choose your methods. Yeah. You choose what you align with, right? So there's all sorts of methods, right? There's like the Charlotte Mason method, Montessori, classical, traditional, formal, mm. maybe an eclectic style, maybe unschooling, right? Mm. And this okay, is so when you, out of de-schooling comes unschooling. If you choose if to you go choose down that to path, go down, right? We didn't choose to go down an unschooling path, right? Yeah, but there's people who do. Because mm -hmm. um, I've heard those terms used interchangeably yeah probably in error but de-schooling and, and unschooling okay use people will use them in different terms yeah so like de-schooling is like the just like a a step towards homeschooling hmm. right like you're it's step one yeah i gotcha unschooling would be the method that you choose hmm. in your homeschool i've been using that term wrong then okay yeah I, we don't unschool right yeah we don't unschool right Okay. So unschooling is too unstructured for us. Like I think that yeah. like children they do thrive with, you know, boundaries, discipline, structure. Well, yeah. They right. Need, they need discipline. Um <laughs> but as our daughter so comes we don't down unschool. Here into our into our podcast as we're trying She's, to Yeah, Sissy's hanging out, watching. Okay. <laughs> so what's the next step there from de-schooling you've decided that you want to you're taking a step right back okay you're taking a look at yeah some of the you've, different methods right and so then you choose which methods like really resonate with you right and i can't tell you what methods will right. resonate most with you and we'll get into some of those methods on the show at some point yeah another episode um and then so read a lot there's lots of yeah lots of reading that comes with planning homeschooling oh my gosh um but it's fun, you know, and so you find what you're aligning with um, as far as methods, or maybe it's an eclectic mix of different methods, and then you start to build um, what your curriculum will be, right? And so maybe you are using some out-of-the-box curriculums that are already made, like for math. Like, I don't just pull, mm -hmm. you know, an assortment of math. Like, we are following a curriculum for math. Um, and... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the curriculum for math, because that, that, that one seems to be one of the questions that a lot of people ask is like, 
if I don't understand something, how can I teach it to my children? Mm-hmm. And that's where those types of curriculums do come in. To, come in so I totally get that. So my the youngest two that we're homeschooling right now are um, six and eight. And so mm-hmm. I can easily teach six and eight-year-olds math, right? Yeah. Um, our oldest that we're homeschooling right now, he's 12. And so he's starting to get into starting to get more into, complex <laughs> starting math. Starting to get up there. Yeah. So he, we have a math tutor, right? Right. And so, and I've actually, I, we've offloaded math for him. So he is, he's taking math through an online school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not even teaching him math. Right. We don't even really touch it. No, I mean, I man, like we, I manage a parent him, account, like, ask, right. but there's like an observer account where I'm able to like keep up with everything he's doing and communicate with his tutor right. who happens to be a very good friend of ours. Right who happens to be a former math teacher, right? Right. So yeah, just u- use your resources. You know, you don't have to think like it's all on you. I mean, it is. <laughs> it is a little bit, right? Yeah. You chose to raise a child. You brought you brought a living being Yeah, but just world, like you so. have to be resourceful. Yeah. You know? Okay, mm-hmm. you don't know how to do something. We'll f- figure it out. Right, you'll figure it out. And I think that's a great lesson for our children because, you know, they're watching us figure it out and know that we're you know spending like our blood sweat and tears on figuring it out for them because we care so much about them yeah how often do you de-school was it just like a one-time thing i think like it would be like whenever you need a really a refresh a like reset. when you feel like things are getting like stagnant or mm-hmm. you're feeling like okay like we're not happy like this isn't joyful right now something's not working let's yeah. figure it out it's almost right. like a retrospect for those yeah. in the te- in the technology field which this is a tech podcast that you have the retrospective, which from a technology perspective, you do a retrospect every two weeks. You look back and you say, yeah. what went right, what went wrong, what we can do better. Okay. De-schooling, probably, that's probably too often. Well, I don't know. I've definitely um, – there was a book that I read recently, um, and they break their schooling up into like – not quarters, but so they'll, they'll school for six weeks, and then they'll take a week break. School for six weeks, take a, a week break, and it's year-round. Mm-hmm. And so, like, every six weeks, they reevaluate, mm-hmm. like, what's going right, what's not going right. Um, but, like, with that, okay, so if you're just starting out homeschooling, you don't need to go and just invest in all, like, all sorts yeah. of curriculum. I really would, like, suggest against doing that. We spent a lot that. of money in the beginning on curriculum. Yeah. I feel like I um, <laughs> I could have written yeah. a whole, like, review um, blog about all of the not different doing curriculum. That. I mean, it, look. Maybe it works for some. I mean, we definitely figured out what curriculum we didn't want to use in doing that. But we were like, I mean, we didn't know what we were doing. We were looking for anything and everything. And it was it was actually such a great time because no one knew what we were doing with like because it was yeah, the start of COVID. COVID. And so I felt like very like empowered because I was like, I can figure this out. Right. You know, I didn't feel like, oh, gosh, like we're going to be. We're gonna fall behind. Okay, we're no, we're, we're not. not gonna fall behind. And I will tell you, I know I homeschool people like who haven't had any experience with homeschool kids are like, man, like you guys are like probably like kids don't know anything, but it's amazing. Like there's so much further ahead. Yeah, my son, he, um, he's advanced so much in math. Like yeah. he's he would and not. Science. And tested, science, just everything. But science, he tested at eleventh grade science. He's twelve years old. Right. Every, I mean, every year we end up testing to show our proof of progress to the state. So this year, 
I'm excited to see like where the growth. Yeah. Everyone has. I yeah. bet you none of them are are gonna test at the grade level. No they way. Would be in public school. No, no way. Which grade levels don't really exist in homeschooling. Yeah. Which I know you think that's hilarious that I always bring this up. You do. You love that. We it's went, true though. I mean, our our son would be so bored if he stepped into second grade. Or same with like our sixth grader. Yeah. And even Eleanor. You know, like even our first grader. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's mastery. Once you master it, you move on to the next thing. Yes. Whereas yes, the institutionalized school just beat you to death with worksheets because we're in, we're not in third well, grade math yet. It's because no child is left behind. Right. And that's great. But, I mean, I feel like if you have the resources to let your child thrive and move beyond what the lowest, you know, percentile in his mm-hmm. class is, like, why not? Right. Why do you have to wait for everybody you else to that, catch up? You have that option. You just keep it pushing. Right. Because there's, um, there's a limited number of you. There's three ed- three kids that are in classroom, mm-hmm. you know, and one of them's in each subject. So yeah. and a once lot of you times, get it, you get it. Yeah. Yeah. I went to, what was that? Was it a co-op or what, what was that where they were like, oh, yeah, you have to be in high school to do this or something like that. Eighth grade. These are for middle schoolers or eighth graders. Was that a co-op? Would mm-hmm. you consider that a co-op? Yeah, it's a co-op. So we went there. And I'm walking around. I'm trying to get understand. Like, oh yeah, this is for drama. It's like, oh, this is for, you know, uh, legal or what, what was it like a mock trial course, mm-hmm. elective course, and stuff like that. And I'm talking to them, and I'm like, okay, great. You know, like, what ages mm-hmm. is this? And they'd be like, oh well, this is for eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what does eighth grade mean? Right. I mean, it's just a way to organize things. Yeah. So it's not that big of a deal. It is. I know, but but so if like a co-op says like, okay, this is for eighth graders. I mean, I from my experience, like usually you can say like as a parent, like, hey, like my sixth grader is really mature enough to go ahead and like take this class. Like, what is grade? What does that even mean though? Sixth grade. It doesn't mean anything. You could be in sixth grade math. You could, (laughs) and while you're in ninth grade science, and like, what does sixth grade even mean? No, that's true. I know you. Well, you read the. You've been reading reading this book. Yeah, a couple books. About right. these kids who have graduated high school, at like they age graduated 12. high school, like yeah, 12, 14 years old. Yeah, because why and then not? they just start like, just... and then they go straight into getting your bachelor's degree, and they get their bachelor's degree by seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, and then you, we're not really on that track, and I, I don't what really do you mean we're not on that track. <laughs> well, of actually, no, that's we not true. With our younger ones, we are. But with, yeah. I think Avery, our oldest, he had spent too much time like being held back from no child left behind. I mean, in not the a, public school system. We were told that sure. like he was. We're like, why is our child like who's front loaded? Not sitting still, and why is he not focused? So he was very front loaded coming in to the <gasps> he education system. He learned too system. much coming into the, the public school yes. system. Yes, yeah. and he should he do really well on Adderall. Yeah, that's what his kindergarten teacher told us. You know, he'd do really oh well, well on Adderall. And there were two of them. The teacher's helper was there, and she said, "My three mine. sons are on Adderall. It's the best decision I ever made for them." Right. Like, thank you, physician. Oh, I mean. Uh, a teacher's assistant for your it's like okay yeah so that was kind of our our initial step out red flag red flag yeah and which led he's to still a, not on Adderall he's still not he's on never had on Adderall never. <laughs> and and now he's testing 11th grade science he's and I mean homeschooling has been doing great exceptional for him. yeah it's yeah. great it's been great for him and but I that's my biggest beef is the whole grade because after reading these books and understanding the philosophies that go around with deschooling and unschooling and all these things why would you i don't know continue to beat 
a dead horse. There's no sense. We move so quickly through math, like, and they they're mastering, and like we like we'll circle back and review, but like we're climbing and climbing and climbing, yeah. and it's like, I mean, I can't even. I don't even That's know what, what they're is. doing in the like public school, like what they're learning. But right. he's like almost mastered his multiplication. And facts. you shouldn't model your he's education he's after the public old. school system, right? Our eight and our six year olds are doing math, uh, like uh, multiplication. Yeah, and they understand what it and means. And they get it. Right. That's that's the thing is it's not just like we're singing songs, which that's part of it. Yeah. But they're actually mastering. It, it helps them learn. It does. Yeah, song. Song is a great is a great education. Yeah, teach your babies their times tables like before they can mm-hmm. talk. Like even cuz James like kills Right. Like, he'll yeah. like right, he'll Three sing times the three song. Is nine. Right. <laughs> like, oh six times four is 24 and he's like Three he years sings old, it. and he, he sings the words. It. So now, so he, he doesn't know what it means yet. But he when will, he when we do on. teach multiplication to him, he we don't even spend any time because he'll he'll like, so oh, so that means six counted four times. Mm-hmm. Got it, and he already knows them. Boom. Right, you got so, the memorization piece of it and the understanding. Yeah, let's move on. And that's what I wish that we would have been able to give to our oldest, because when they're young, they can just memorize everything just feed them information when they're young he's still doing really well yeah he is we had uh i don't want to call her a babysitter but we had somebody who came over and watched our children last week and she was what 13 14 something like that she was yeah 15 she's 15 or 16 yeah 15 or 16 about she's 16 16 yes as it it, uh, could graduate yeah she was like i don't want to graduate i want to i want to they hang out with my friends. She so said, I was gonna do I was gonna take high school in two years, but I decided I wanted to graduate with my friends, so I'm gonna do it in three. Right. I'm like, okay, she's taking college classes. Right. Dual enrollment. At the college that she wants to go to. Which is another which portion is really of cool. the, this de schooling is to say what is it that you want to get like you know, how rapidly do you want to get through these these grades? And I say that in quotation marks for everyone watching on YouTube. Right. Like these these grades that yeah. you're, you're putting your child through. It's like these kids love learning. It's so cool right, to like see stop? these homeschool kids in action because like they, they just love learning and they're so curious. Keep pushing. Yes. It, at, mark that down in terms of your de-schooling is to say, have a strategy, look for curriculum, look for methodology that accelerates the learning in your children. Don't hold them back because you feel like that Oh, they're they are in sixth grade, and so they have to stay in sixth grade, or whatever that whatever that you think that means. Right. Because accelerating their learning, and mu- and pushing them through their their learning career is ultimately going to help them. And I struggled with that, and I still do a little bit to say, well, what about their high school years? You know, I I want them to to play high school sports, or I want them mm. to have high school this, or I want them to be able to do that. But is that what's best for them? As students, wouldn't it be better for, for you to gift them with a bachelor's and a master's degree by like 2021? 20, I mean, then they're entering into the workforce, 22, 23 years old, where some of their uh, friends are entering into the workforce. And maybe they already have two, two or maybe bachelor's their friends degrees. are in the same point they are. And they're out there just starting a business right, because exactly. they're homeschooling kids and they maybe just... they. It, have so many life right. skills that a lot of these kids are just so out of touch with. That was going to be my other thing. Yeah. Today, is maybe they graduated at 16, 17 and you've helped them start an LLC and a business. Yeah. And now they have a fully functional business and a high school diploma at 17, 18. Right. And they can go through that, start a business, 
And if it doesn't take off, then what? Where they go back to college in like three years, and now you're just on the same That's track like as everybody else. That's like worst case scenario. Right. Worst Otherwise, case scenario. like they are they just running off. their business. Right. I have so many friends that are. <laughs> that would be so awesome. My age. I'm 36, and I know mm. so many friends that are 37, 38. Started their businesses at 18, and they are way ahead of me. Right. In terms of their business, and yeah. I'm like, how did you do it? Like how how did you get so ahead in business? And they're like, well, Roy, when did you start your business? I'm like, 28. Yeah, I started at 18. That's like, uh, yeah. I mean, it's such an amazing gift to give to your children. It really is. It's like a a tailored education. Yeah. So don't th get too caught up in the the norms, and I'll say that in quotation marks. Yeah. Around what an education should look like, because it doesn't really matter. What matters is what education looks like to you and your family. Right. And I don't know. I mean, you should still look into what your state laws are because some, states, some yeah. states require, you know, a certain amount of hours in different subject areas. Um, you have to take certain quizzes or, or uh, what is it, standardized tests. Mm -hmm. So we're in Virginia. Look at your state laws. Yeah, we're in Virginia and we have to do, what do we have to do at the end of the We year? just have to provide a proof of progress. That's it? Yes. It's like we're learning over here. Yeah. <laughs> No, we we do. Um, Numbers a going up over here, baby. We take the Cogat. I don't know what is and that. And the Iowa. Um, the Iowa standardized, yeah. standardized tests. Yeah. yeah. So and then I just send the public school system just the grades. Here you go. Yeah, I'm doing work. I redact everything except for the middle name redacted. <laughs> just every, <laughs> I just give them the proof of progress. Oh, that's very Ron Swanson. I redact everything. Redacted. Redacted. We're going to black out everything here except for the grade <laughs> in the, the course. Yep. Math, A. Middle name, redacted. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, go through the de-schooling. Uh, de you know, take a, take a hard look at it. What did you say, every six weeks? Yeah. 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 Give yourself grace, a lot of grace when it comes to homeschooling. Don't put too much pressure on yourself right away. Like, less is more when you're starting. Like, I would rather start very simply and then add on yeah. Rather than just start with everything and then be like, get me out of here, right? Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's what we did this year. And I think we went about it the best way is like we started very simply. I just really started with um, reading, writing, and math just to start off of our school year. And then I slowly brought in like history and science and anything else that I felt like, you know, technology, um, just based on where everyone was and what fit for us. Right. Whereas when we first started, I took on everything. everything, and I was like, whoa, how do I get this? No one's having a good time here. Yeah. Yeah, that was so, rough. Yeah, but, you know, it's like lessons learned, and we're in a better place now. We are. You're doing a good job. Thanks, Ryan. You are too. Well, guys, thanks for hanging out. Hopefully you got a lot out of this. We're going to do – we're actually going to move the podcast to twice a week, actually. Uh, so the work rubber podcast will be moving to to twice a what oh twice a week. We have had a uh, pretty big influx of new listeners. So thanks to all you new listeners out there. Make sure you like and subscribe our YouTube channel. We have all tons tons of YouTube content coming out, and that is already out around Microsoft 365, the Power Platform, how to build some of these tools to to build yourself a career so that you can work from home, so that you can ultimately homeschool your children. And you can go work wherever, see the world, do whatever that, that you want to do. Live every day like it is Saturday, like we say here. So check those out. Subscribe to our YouTube. Consume our content. If you're looking for more information, you're like, man, this is this is the career for me. Go to online365.academy. That's our paid subscription platform where you can get 
professionally tutored, I guess, by myself mm -hmm. and our members mm -hmm. where you can learn and go through the curriculum. And then we do have a level there that would join our mastermind where members of our business that we have um, will jump on a call with you monthly and we'll walk through some of your problems. We'll walk you through how to develop the way that we develop and ultimately find you a uh, remote career. So check that out online365.academy. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Hale, you got anything before we uh, put a bow on this one? That's all for now. That's all. That's Thanks all, for hanging folks. out, guys. See you. Well, guys, thanks so much for watching and or listening. We have had a great time. Hope you did, too. You can find all of the Work Wherever podcast episodes here on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or all of your major streaming platforms with new episodes dropping every Monday. Make sure to follow us at Capital Presence on all social platforms to stay up to date with the things all Work Wherever related. See you next week.